Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. We are off and running on a Wednesday morning, sitting in for Mitch and Polly on this Wednesday morning alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Mr. King, welcome back. I heard uh, we had some uh, we had some dinosaur calling in uh, in the King household. Over when you the past introduce days. me from now on, uh, especially when we get back to prime time, I, I will prime time our normal show from three to six. I would like you to call me Doctor. King, because uh, that's what I've been. Uh, every child that I have has been sick. Uh, they've all found a way to uh, vomit in my bed. And uh, now I have to go and buy a new bed because I don't feel comfortable sleeping in the one that I currently own. So uh, luckily, uh, they're all better now. I did not want to come in and potentially get your child sick by getting you sick. But I'm back. I'm healthy. I'm ready to go. I'm going to hold Dr. King for someone of a, a little bit higher stature when I speak about uh, I'm, I'm all for nicknames and whatnot, but uh, I'm going to there's one person in particular I'm going to hold Dr. King to before I as much as I love you. I think that's like my my daddy's daddy's uncle's second cousin's cousin. So and oh, yeah? some yeah, somewhere, somewhere on the tree, you're, I you're think I'm related to, to the, the great Dr. Martin Luther. <laughs> well, it's good to have you back. Uh, we are up and ready to rock on a Wednesday morning morning as uh, still just this weird kind of schedule and you know me as a college basketball guy it is college basketball on the forefront we're going to hit uh, some of the games that unfolded last night some good some not so good 
uh, for my pocketbook, but uh, we will hit on that. But uh, a busy show, Josh Applebaum, later on in this hour, his weekly visit with the Follow the Money crew. We'll keep it status quo. Josh will join us at the bottom of this hour, host of Morning Bets. We'll see uh, what stinky lines, what uh, steam he is seeing so far on this early Wednesday morning. We've got another uh, golf tournament here, the Honda Classic this weekend, and Jeff Seeley will break down that uh, board coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern. 9 o'clock, we'll talk some college hoops. Rob Doster uh, will join the pro- program at 9.30, and then uh, Quadri Ismail, uh, former Baltimore Raven, will talk some Lamar Jackson. So busy show here today. The Lamar Jackson stuff we will uh, we will certainly get to here, Sean, as, uh, as the time goes. It is tag season so you're going to start seeing some of those players tagged um and it seems likely that lamar jackson will be one of those players that is ultimately tagged by his franchise this is fascinating to me because we are talking about a young man who's still in his 20s who's already won nfl mvp to allow this situation to get to this point to me, is a failure by both Lamar and by the Baltimore Ravens. There has to be some kind of compromise, right? There has to be a value attached to Lamar. Like, it's not like Baltimore's paying anybody else in a skill position on offense. So it's not like they have Jamar Chase coming up in two years and T. Higgins is a free agent right now, and they've got, like, this elite receiving core that they're trying to convince Lamar to take slightly less, like their division uh, rival Cincinnati's probably going to do with Joe Burrow. Hey, Joe, if you want to stay where we're at, can you take slightly less so that we can keep T. Higgins and then re-sign Jamar Chase? It's not like that in Baltimore. Like, if not Lamar, then who? So this is fascinating. I can't wait to talk to Quadri Ismail. I, I'm going to say this now. I don't think Lamar Jackson plays another snap for the Ravens. If not Lamar, then who, Sean? Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley is his backup. Yeah, that's a sore spot for me. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Tyler, the last thing you want is for Lamar to leave and you get the full-time job. Come on. I mean, don't you remember both of those touchdown passes that he had this year? For Lamar's career uh, length, I'd love Lamar to come back and just be his backup for the next six years. Todd Munkin introduced yesterday as the new offensive coordinator up there in Baltimore. And like I mentioned, we'll talk to Quadri here uh, later on in the show. But, yeah, it is a fascinating situation unfolding there in Baltimore. Let me ask you this, Sean. Were you always represented when you were playing? Absolutely. Eugene Parker. uh, He was uh, Deion Sanders' agent, uh, one of the best in the business. God bless him. Rest his soul. Uh, He passed away a few years back. Um, I've always said this. The reason that I don't think athletes should represent themselves is not an intelligence issue or a knowledge issue. It's a human issue. Negotiations go back and forth. That means there's a give and take. That means the person that's paying the salary generally gives a low ball offer out in the hopes of getting to what they have predetermined as what their hopeful destination would be. That's tough if you're the player. To hear somebody offer you, you know, maybe $30 million a year, Tim, when you see Dak Prescott making 40 Or, or you, you see Daniel Jones is turning down 45 and the Ravens are offering you 40 Like, that's hard to deal with. Like, it impacts, in my opinion, your ability to have positive, healthy relationships with people inside the building. 
So that's why I think you should have representation. Even at the end of the day, your representation still has the answer to you. A Allah, a Daniel Jones, who just changed representation because he did not like, I think it was CAA that was representing him and now he switched to uh, someone else. He didn't like what they were saying. You can always switch. So I'm not pushing back or knocking Lamar for representing himself. I'm just saying every human has a sensitive side, a sensitive component. And sometimes if you're the person who's actually taking yourself through these negotiations, there are things that are said, there are things that are presented that you never forget. And in my opinion, they always impact how you really feel about someone or an organization. Well, we just saw this in baseball with uh, not a full-on negotiation, but uh, Corbin Burns, the Brewers, won the Cy Young a couple years ago, wanted more. They went to arbitration. The Brewers won, and uh, he's unhappy and, and certainly feels like that situation is is going to end uh, not pleasantly there in Milwaukee, much lesser extent, I guess, to an, uh, you know when you're talking about a franchise quarterback looking to get what Deshaun Watson won. And, and you know, thinking about, Sean, what Deshaun Watson ultimately got from the Cleveland Browns, how much does has that changed for Lamar Jackson, absolutely. Or Dema- Daniel, jo- even I mean, uh, well, it changes every for, quarterback is going to say that guy got. Well, it changes that. for Lamar, Tim, because Lamar is better than Deshaun. I agree. It shouldn't change for Daniel. Like I'm just saying, like Daniel, you played a little bit better, buddy. But I mean, I'm still a. Hey, I'm just saying, Daniel, you, you <laughs> if they're offering you 35, you know, on a five six year deal, hey, I just I probably would sign the paper. I'm just saying it looks sweeter on the other side. But it isn't always that way. Lamar deserves more than Deshaun Jackson. That's why ownership is so upset with the Cleveland Browns. Because they did not want to get into, you know, this cesspool of guaranteed player contracts. They had all the leverage. In the National Football League, players did not get guaranteed contracts. What happened with Deshaun was he was one of the few players, Tim, that had a no-trade clause in his deal with the Houston Texans. So he had a lot of leverage. He could kind of dictate where he wanted to go, how he was going to end up, you know, being compensated. And it worked in his favor. A desperate uh, organization led by the Haslams in Cleveland, been trying to find their quarterback for years, had an opportunity to get an elite quarterback, although he's rusty because he's been off for two years. They they jumped on it. They were willing to pay, pay the price. Now it puts organizations like Baltimore who don't generally operate outside the margins in a very, very uh, interesting situation. Well, a lot more on, uh, on all of this as the show goes on. Uh, some NFL draft discussion as well. And uh, we'll talk, as mentioned, to Quadri Ismo in the final hour of the show. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. One thing I, I want to point out as we look back at last night, and we talked about the trend yesterday and it's becoming very popular, Sean. And you know how I operate, right? The stinky line, right. a little something, a little fishy, right? And this unranked versus ranked system, if you want to call it, for college basketball has been incredibly profitable. And it's been something that I've been enjoying for not just this year, but for many years. And it's never hit at this level. And to me, it's never been uh, popularized as much as it had. So heading into last night, Sean, we had two situations where an unranked Home team was a favorite over a ranked team. We had Michigan State laying three. Yeah, and they don't even call the name of the other one because they let me down. But I'll get to that in just a moment. So we had Michigan State laying three, uh, and uh, the Spartans able to take care of business against Indiana. Uh, Didn't get off to a great start, but ultimately they covered the first half and the full game. So thank you very much, Sparty. And then the other one, Virginia Tech, who 
uh, was able to get home for me on Saturday against Pittsburgh when every jabroni in the world said, well, this number's too high. I got to take Pittsburgh here. Virginia Tech took care of business. Not the case yesterday, but I want to point something out. So the unranked home favorite against ranked teams is now 30 and 14 against the spread this year. Miami, in this situation, I looked it up, is 4-0. and So if you remove the Canes, this system of unranked home favorites is 30-10. and I have the tweet up there. Miami, on January 14th, was a three-and-a-half-point underdog as the number 16 team in the country. Lost in overtime to NC State, but covered. January 21st, six-point underdog against Duke. On the road at Cameron. Lost 68-66, but covered. Last Monday, as you might recall, Sean, I was on the t- the heels. They lose 80-72. to Canes cover the six. And then last night, Miami catching three at Castle Coliseum. Cover the three. Win outright 76-70. So apparently, everyone loses. But the Canes. Except Miami. Which so just conf- put some respect on the Canes' it, name. It, it just confounds an issue that's already, you know, super legitimate. Baylor tank, Tennessee tank, Creighton laid down. And I still really don't believe in Miami because, as that graphic said, they covered those three games, Tim, but they also lost to NC State and Duke. So I don't know who's going to win the college basketball tournament this year, but it's going to be a long shot in my opinion. By the way, did you, did you mention Creighton once? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Shaka as a dog, baby. You're right. Shaka smart. My guy doing it again on the road in Omaha. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Win some, lose some. That was pretty much the definition of my betting last night. We'll do that next right here on Follow the Money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Well, we'll start with the positive. I always like being positive. It's a good way to start the day. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Here on Follow the Money, filling in for Mitch and Pauly all week long. How about them Spartans? And what was a very emotional setting on the campus of East Lansing? First game back at the Breslin Center following last week's tragedy on Michigan State campus. Got off to a slow start, but then the Spartans got rolling, led at the half, covered the first half, ka-ching, and also covered the game relatively easily so those big 10 home courts coming home again closed as a three and a half point favorite michigan state wins 80 to 65. a much needed a much needed win by michigan state too because they got a rack they're 17 i think and 11 so they're kind of bordering right there they need to finish strong this is generally the time of year where tom Izzo gets his bunch playing at their best yeah right now bracket matrix which is an aggregate site of all the bracketologists out there as of last night on that eight line so we'll see if uh, Michigan State can move up but uh, a good win for Michigan State at home emotionally charged arena last night and the Spartans get it done how about my guy Shaka Smart Sean King on the road catching five and a half and Marquette comes back and beats the Creighton Blue Jays now Creighton's a team that I like too so I'll be honest as much as I love Marquette and as much as I have backed Shaka Smart, I actually did not play this game. So you can almost throw this and lose some because I missed out on an opportunity here to back my guy Shaka Smart. But he gets it done, comes from behind, and Marquette is now really sitting in a quite an advantageous spot. <laughs> Plus 240 on the money line in Omaha. Hell of a win for Shaka last you night. You know, this is interesting for me because Marquette, uh, believe it or not, is on top of the Big East. I yes, think they they're are. 14 and three in the conference. Creighton's, I think, fourth 12 and, and five. Yeah. So this number was interesting to begin with. I just love seeing Shaka Smart win because the people 
down in Austin, Texas, were convinced that Shaka Smart couldn't coach college basketball. So to see him back at Marquette doing a great job, shout out to Shaka. Marquette, I believe, preseason number nine in the Big East, and they are now 14-3. and three. Sean, they will be a favorite, almost a double-digit favorite in every game from here on out in the regular season, they should be the number one seed when they head to Madison Square Garden in early March. How about Texas A&M? We talked about this a little bit on the show and on the College Basketball Betting Podcast. Texas A&M closed a favorite against Tennessee. One of the ugliest games or one of the ugliest finishes I've ever seen. That was brutal at the end of the game. But Texas A&M pulls it out at home. This is a team, Sean, that has some horrendous losses in the non-conference got blown out by Colorado lost at home to a really borderline Wofford team from the SoCon but since then they're 13 and 2 in the SEC big win for Texas A&M they get the cover 68-63 and I've been saying it Tennessee cannot be trusted come tournament time. There almost should be like a fact versus fiction uh, conversation or segment we do based on who's where in the different conferences in college basketball. If you told me Texas A&M was number two in the uh, SEC right now over teams like Kentucky, Tennessee, come on, yeah, but yes, they are only behind Alabama. Shout out to the people down there in College Station. According to Bart Torvik, since the new year, since the ball dropped in New York City, Sean, Texas A&M, the number two team in the country. They've been playing some of their best basketball. We just talked about it last segment. Tough one to swallow for your boy. I had Virginia Tech, was backing them at home. I've been 2-0 backing them at home at Castle Coliseum. Not the case last night. I need to stop fading Miami. Miami continues to excel. They're now 23-5, Sean King. They've won seven in a row. Nice performance yesterday by Miami, and uh, they're moving up. They could be a four seed as they continue to move along. Remember, this is a team who made a run to the Elite Eight last year. Solid win for Jim Laranega's squad on the road yesterday, 76-70, to covering and winning outright as a dog. I feel like a dope because I still don't even know what a hokey is, so why made up word. Virginia Tech? I don't know. Shame on me. Kansas State, good spot yesterday for Jerome Tang's squad. Kansas State closed as a short home dog to Baylor. Reason I stayed off this game, Sean, just the bounce back thought of Baylor. But Baylor, after losing over the weekend, blowing a double digit lead to Kansas, they go on the road. They're a short favorite against the Purple Cats. Jerome Tang keeps it rolling here. Kansas State, week, week in and week out, the Big 12 is an absolute war. 21 and 7 are the Kansas State Jayhawks, and uh, they pull it off as a dog. Good win for Kansas State. Kansas State, the Wildcats, not the Jayhawks, but I'm going to say this I'm going to put a future bet on this team just because the head coach's name does not fit Jerome and Tang. They just don't go together. So, I mean, I'm going to roll with the Wildcats just off of that. Matter of fact, I'm going to put a future bet in, in during this next break. On Saturday, they didn't get there for me in the Circa College Basketball Contest, but Villanova comes back last night, comes from double digits down in overtime, and the Wildcats with Justin Moore back Starting to play some decent basketball. I don't know what that will ultimately mean. Probably not much in 2023, but a nice win for Villanova. Tough one to swallow if you're Xavier at home. Uh, but Justin Moore in the game, coming off the Achilles tear last year in the Final Four, Sean, 25 points. Villanova, as a five-point dog, goes into Xavier and pulls the outright upset, 64-63. Yeah, Villanova gets my award as the most boring team in all of basketball, whether it be college, whether it be NBA, whether it be Europe 
or some league in Turkey or Israel somewhere. I, I can't stand watching Villanova. I never root for them. Man, you're so anti-Villanova. I don't get you. Good basketball. Multiple national championships. Boring. All right, let's get to a couple big dogs on the ice. How about the Montreal Canadiens? Puck Stradamus plus 285 on the money line. Came home. They beat up on the Devils 5-2. to two. And then our hometown team, the Vegas Golden Knights, well, they lost on the road to the Chicago Blackhawks in a shootout. Blackhawks cashing at plus 235. Now, I was not on the Montreal Canadiens, and I would be hard-pressed for anybody to tell you that they were on the Montreal Canadiens, unless they just liked the jerseys. But I was on the Chicago Blackhawks because Vegas was coming off of a scintillating game where they beat my Tampa Bay Lightning, and then they have five legitimate division games coming up after this. I thought they could very easily overlook the Blackhawks. I thought I was wrong because Vegas was up 2-1 later in this game, but Chicago found a way to force overtime and won. I cashed on the plus 235. I must apologize because I was not here yesterday to give out Puck Shadamas' player of the day, but it was the Blackhawks, and I did not tweet it out because every time I tweet a play, it loses. Plus, I want to drive, I want to drive traffic, you know, to watch the shows. It's really convenient that uh... You magically had the Chicago Blackhawks. Puckshadamas doing Puckshadamic things. By the way, we'll get to it on another segment, but uh, maybe this is for lose some. Sean doesn't say hello in the mornings. He just says, what you got? I sent him six plays on Saturday. They went five and one. Not one response of, hey, man, good job. And then during the break, he had the audacity to go, what was that game we lost? Man, that one hurt. Hey, listen, there are more words wasted during Texan than any five other form and one. of communication five between humans in this one. world. Just get to the point. Unbelievable. All right, let's get to some videos. That's what I have to deal with. Day in and day out. Hey, how about this little dog surfing? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Sean King surf. I mean, that looks cute until like a shark mistakes the dog as like a seal or something. And you comes from up. Florida? How many sharks? Absolutely. You see? And how many brothers do you know that surf? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I'm amount of basketball coaches with first name Jerome and last name Tang. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got? What is this? What is? Oh, I can see Sean doing that. That dude floating. Now this is actually, I think, something that would be really good because. I don't know. Otherwise, how do you get up? You know, if somebody's up there, they're stuck, it's they need emergency rescue. help. Flying up the mountain, a little gravity I mean, Is that, is that gas-powered or is that battery? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's gas-powered. I mean, I next, wanna... next I'm going to be able to take that from Reno to Vegas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Cool. little lose some here. I mentioned uh, the Blackhawks, which uh, magically was the play of the night there from Puck Stradamus. Uh, Knights, minus 280 on the money line doesn't come home sticking with lose some a lot of people thought Baylor was in a bounce back spot not to be the case as they lost by double digits there for the Bears so two straight losses for Baylor uh, total in Iowa State Texas was on the move last night yeah never had a chance 72 to 54 the final and then uh, some people thought Colorado State would keep it close against the Aztecs Sean opened 11 close 10 I'm going to be honest, they should take the hook off of sports betting, sides and totals. See the 136 and 137. Take the half off. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a win some and lose some, which is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book, where if your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at betrivers.com. 
alongside the ungrateful one, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. <laughs> we'll talk to Josh Applebaum. The early steam. What is he seeing in the market? Any college basketball plays that intrigue Mr. Applebaum? He'll join us next. That's Sean. I'm Tim. We're sitting in for Mitch and Pauly. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out. On this limited time offer, visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is Follow the Money. Tim Murray sitting in, uh, Tim Murray and Sean King sitting in for Mitch and Polly as they enjoy a little vacation. But that means doesn't mean that we can't continue to talk to their regulars, which is on a Wednesday, talking to Josh Applebaum. You can follow him on Twitter, at Josh underscore Insights. Make sure to check out the podcast, Up and Adam. Uh, that's not the name of it. It's called Morning Bets, but he is uh, up and uh, ready to go. Josh, before we get to the games, I want to point something out to you because you and I, very similar betting style, right? And this unranked favorite trend has been one that has been very profitable to, to many of us. Uh, for for years, and now this year it's just been kind of hitting at a higher rate. So last night, I want to point this out to you. Last night, of course, it goes one and one, right? Michigan State unranked beats and covers against Indiana, but Virginia Tech doesn't do the job against Miami. So the trend is now 30 and 14, Josh. But if you remove the Canes, who have been a thorn in our side, it is 30 <laughs> and 10. They have bucked this trend four times this year so let's stop fading Miami Josh just fade every other ranked team that is an underdog no I think you're probably right Tim and Sean great to be with you so yeah it's unbelievable here guys look at the trend overall betting system whatever you want to call it to me trend versus betting system trend is specific to you know specific teams betting systems to me are more universal D doesn't really matter who you plug into the system still profits but to your point here this is a great uh, system that's been awesome all year long you know covering it almost a 70 percent clip What's your point, Tim? And I'm right there with you. There's been a couple times this year. Uh, I remember it was against UNC. What was it a week yeah, ago or two weeks Monday. ago? Yeah, same exact thing here. So my, on the one hand, I think it's important, like, if a team is a thorn in your back, you don't want to just automatically, like, lay off a bet or go on a bet just because of what they've done for you recently. Obviously, that example here would be Miami just because they're the the one uh, kind of kryptonite killer. It's almost like Brady in the in the uh, the Patriots back in the day where, you know, any team that was, like, getting above 80% of bets was laying seven or more, didn't cover like at a at like a 40% clip, but Brady and the Pats were like 60%. So I think it's important, Tim. Also, like even though we're taking these losses, unfortunately, even though we did get Sparty, which was great, especially for that community last night. I think the important thing is file these things away. Like Tim, I know, and Sean, for and maybe you can back me up here. When we get to the tournament, all all these losses that I'm accruing going against Miami, 
hopefully will benefit uh, us in the tournament. I think Miami's a team that maybe we could target, uh, maybe going Sweet 16, maybe making a deep run here. They just got a lot of shooters. But, Tim, I'm with you. If we just didn't bet on Miami, we'd be up like 80% with this. With this 30 and 10 if we just stopped betting against Miami. So uh, not the ideal situation, but a split. I, I, I looked at it a little more simplistically, Josh. I still don't know what a hokey is, so I don't know why I would take Virginia Tech just based off of that solely. Hey, they they covered for us this weekend. I'm okay betting on Virginia. I'm two and one, I think, this year. I haven't gotten on. over their loss at Clemson when they folded their tent the last 30 seconds of the game. <laughs> Why are you betting a team on the road? You're better than that. You're better than that. Facts. I thought I taught you these Facts. things. All right, let's uh, let's get it to Josh Applebaum. Uh, Houston is uh, is one of the best teams in the country. Uh, they are number one in the country. They're taking on Sean's alma mater uh, this week uh, this this evening. Uh, what are we uh, what are we seeing here? Tulane and Houston, Josh. Yeah, this one's for our buddy Sean King. Let's go Tulane. I'm taking the big points here uh, with Tulane. Kind of what we've seen across the market, guys. You mentioned it, Tim. Houston, number one team in the country, uh, 25 and two. But Tulane is no slouch. I mean, they're 17 and seven. They've won five straight. Just crushed uh, USF, 84-66. Covered as a four and a half point road dog. So this is kind of one of those plays where the public is undecided. Like the ticket count for this game is 50-50. On the one hand, it's like, hey, Houston's awesome, number one team in the country. Yeah, it's a big number, but they'll roll and win by 20-plus. But then on the other hand, it's like, hey, uh, Tulane's not a bad team. That is a lot of points here, so maybe we're leaning to take the points. The whole point being, public doesn't know what to do here. Big number, but also a really good team uh, to bet on or against. But what has the market told us? Guys, this line is dropping toward... Sean King's alma mater. This game opened at Houston uh, as high as a 15 and a half point favorite. We've now seen Houston fall down to 14 and a half. Some books even now down to 14. So uh, kind of shop, try to shop around. Of course, as always, try to get the best number. The hook 14 and a half. That's my play here. Tonight with Tulane. They're only getting 48% of bets. So it speaks to that you know, split uh, public perception here. But they're taking into account 84% of the money. So using our VEASAN.com bet splits, that's a huge gap. We're undecided public, but heavy, big, respected wagers here on Tulane. Tim, you're mentioning it, that system that we love. Uh, aside from uh, Miami, always breaking the system. But unranked <laughs> versus ranked, we just take it very simply late, take it a layer back. Unranked teams versus ranked teams, 232 and 173 against the spread, 57%. If you are an unranked dog of 10 or more, against a ranked team. You're 98 and 65 ATS, 60%. You do have a one-day rest advantage. Tulane played the 18th versus the 19th for Houston. And then offensively, guys, if I'm on a dog, similar to like betting, uh, you know, college football or NFL, uh, I want a team that can score, that can keep pace or backdoor cover. The advantage here, obviously, Houston has built their whole program on defense, but offensively, Tulane's averaging 82 points a game versus 76 for Houston. That total did tick up a little bit, 142 and a half to 143 and a half. But Sean King, let's win it. Let's get your alma mater. And you ask me, can they win? I hope so, but I'll just take the 14 and a half. And as a former player, I mean, it really, really warms me up inside that you like my alma mater. Ron Hunter has done an outstanding <laughs> job after coming over from Georgia State. And I mean, we're second in the American Conference. If we can get to that uh, championship final in the conference tournament, maybe we can get us a berth in the March Madness. That'd be really neat. Absolutely. And again, last game, guys, if you look at it, uh, Houston, they were 14 half point home favorite versus Memphis. They won 72-64. So keep this thing close tonight, guys. But, Sean, I'll be rooting for the outright win. All right. Another one. We go on the road. We've got Florida at home taking on Kentucky. Kentucky, a team that I backed on Saturday in a nice win over Tennessee as a home dog. They win that game. And now Kentucky sitting, uh, I wouldn't say in great shape, but they're they're in the field of 68 decently with comfort, uh, not headed to Dayton as of right now. Uh, Colin Castleton out for Florida, which is certainly a big loss for them at 25-8-5 in the last showdown against uh, Big Blue Nation. 
Kentucky laying three on the road here at Florida. I would imagine, Josh, the public, after seeing the win on Saturday for for Kentucky, is going to ride with Big Blue Nation here. You're exactly right, Tim. And again, I was with you on that play over the weekend. Uh, Public Tennessee yet line kept creeping down there to Kentucky, so good hit there. But this is kind of the life of betting college basketball. One day you're on this team, the next day you're betting against this team. So this one, I know Sean King loved the first breakdown. You're going to hate this one. I am going to take Florida and the points in this one. I know Castleton's out, but hasn't been much of an adjustment, even though your star player is going to miss this game. But from just the standpoint of uh, cutting the, the betting data, guys, As you mentioned it, Tim, you're spot on. Almost 80% of bets are going with Kentucky. Uh, Better record. They've won two straight. Florida has really struggled. They're just a game above 500, 14 and 13. They've lost uh, four of their last five. Just got rolled by Arkansas by like 20. So despite 80% of bets here taking uh, Kentucky, the obvious play, good team, better team, very low number here. The line really hasn't moved at all, guys. It opened around Florida laying three. It's mostly still three here. But if you shop around, you can find a hook, which is what I'll do, and take the three and a half here with Florida. It's a gross play. It's a buy low on Florida, but it's also kind of fishy. The fact that you're not up to like four, four and a half, like such heavy betting here, Florida or, or Kentucky. Why isn't this line moved up any, any, any higher here? Uh, the other angle guys would be Ken Palm. Uh, this would be a sound the alarm play because uh, looking at this spot, Ken Palm actually has Kentucky, believe it or not, winning this game by two points. They're nine and four at home this year. Kentucky just four and four on the road. So it's a, it's a gross one, but I'll take the, uh, the three and a half, find the hook with, with the Gators tonight. What's really gross is that Florida has two guys on the roster that average double figures. Castleton's one of them. He's out. <laughs> the other one is Will Richard. He averages a whopping 10 points a game. Like, is the <laughs> under maybe a, a thinkable play? I mean, obviously, if you think Florida is going to cover this small number, their only chance would be to make it an ugly defensive game that's low scoring. Would you agree or disagree? Totally agree. Great point by you, Sean, because this total has dropped. It opened as high as like 141, 140 and a half. Uh, I'm seeing books at 140. I see one book at 139 and a half that just dropped. So this is the Sean King's theme. I'm with you, Sean. I'd lean under here. Florida's 15 and 12 to the under. 70% of bets are on the over, yet the total's falling. And this uh, under is four and one last five head-to-head between these teams. Talking to Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore insights. Make sure you subscribe to his uh, podcast, Morning Bets. We got about a minute to go here. Six man of the year as we transition to the NBA Malcolm Brogdon, I see, is the favorite at DraftKings at minus 160. Uh, what's jumping out to you about six man of the year here, Josh? Yeah, I'm going to take Brogdon. I've watched him all year long, guys, with the Celtics. Now, this was an award that uh, Russell Westbrook was kind of the favorite for mm-hmm. for quite a long time on the Lakers, but he's changed teams. You're kind of in a uh, questionable situation, not knowing what you're going to get out of Westbrook go- going now to the Clippers. Uh, but I think with one more day until we got to wait till the NBA is back, check out the awards market. I mean, Jokic has a huge move. Uh, you look at Brogdon, uh, Jokic is minus 250 for MVP. Van Caro is minus 1,000 M- M- uh, rookie of the year. No value there, guys. So that's why I'm focusing on Brogdon. Minus 160, he was minus 150 yesterday. And you guys know me. I love these low bets, higher, higher dollar bet splits. From BetMGM, Brogdon's getting 15% of bets, but 46% of the money for six man. He checked his ego at the door. He's going to come off the bench. I like Brogdon to win that six man. Josh, appreciate it as always, Great man. Stuff, Let's get some winners. Go Tulane. <laughs> there he is. Josh Applebaum. Subscribe to his podcast, Morning Bets. Is Derek Carr headed to Canton? Let's follow the money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Sports fans, with football season wrapped up, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Game, Same Game Parlay, Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Thanks to Josh Applebaum for stopping by for his weekly visit here on Follow the Money. Tim Murray, Sean King, former NFL quarterback, sitting in for Mitch and Paul. Our normal program, VEASAN Primetime, airs from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern here on VEASAN. We're talking golf coming up top of the hour. Jeff Seeley's weekly visit, so he will join us and break down the Honda Classic down there in Palm Beach Gardens, which will get going tomorrow. So we'll talk to Jeff at the top of the hour. But, Sean, it is uh, it is free agency time it in is. the NFL. And uh, I found this tweet interesting. 
So Derek Carr over the weekend was being wined and dined by the New York Jets brass. And David Carr's brother came out yesterday and said, it's going to take some time. You know, we're going to, that he's going to enjoy the whole process. Diana Rossini from ESPN tweeted this out yesterday. The New York Jets are really interested in Derek Carr. Nothing but positive reviews per sources. Now they wait for Aaron Rodgers to emerge from darkness and inform the Packers <laughs> of his plans. The Jets will be speaking to the Green Bay to Green Bay about a trade if the Packers are willing. And then how about this also from Diana Rossini? She was told the Jets told Derek Carr he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he wins in New York. So there you go, Sean. Derek Carr <laughs> headed to Canton if he can do what Joe Namath did once upon a time and bring the Jets a Super Bowl. Uh, I was looking up something right quick. Let me see. He came in the league in 2014. Uh, he's thrown 217 touchdowns, 99 picks. Uh, I, I'd probably say he's only had one year in his career with more than 30 touchdown passes. He probably got a little ways to go to uh, do anything but what I do when I go to the Hall of Fame, which is go to support one of my former teammates <laughs> as they get inducted. So I don't see a scenario. A lot of your teammates you know, are in there. Right. Well, yeah, five people that were on our Bucks. Uh, team, to be honest, uh, Tony Dungy, Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, and now Rondé Barber as well. What an organization uh, to go into coming out of and college. And I think they drafted you. I know, right? I'm my slappy. I'm a slappy. <laughs> um, let me say this. I, I like the pitch. The Jets are desperate. I just think you put yourself. I actually like Derek Carr for New York more than I like Aaron Rodgers for New York. Simply because you don't have to give anything up but money. Mm-hmm. You get to keep all of your young players. You get to keep all of your draft picks so you can continually build around Derek. Now, where it does impede you is because he's going to command a really high price tag, especially with you talking about first ballot Hall of Fame and stuff publicly. <laughs> um, you're probably not going to be able to upgrade to one area where you really need some talent improvement, and that's the offensive line. So that's the balance that I think New York has to, to maintain. You know, yes, we want Derek. It'd be better if we can convince Derek that you've already touched almost $100 million in salary. If you could give us a slight break so that we can get better offensive line personnel in to help protect you, then guess what? Our chances for you know, winning big go up exponentially. To me, that's the Jets' battle. Whoever they get at quarterback, they have to get better on the offensive line. And that costs. So if you're Derek Carr, and all things being equal, and obviously money is the big differentiator, and whoever offers the most. He's already touched ninety million. Come on, like Derek, at some point it's got to become. You know, I, I want to, you know, win a championship. I mean, once you've already touched ninety, Tim, really, what's the difference between getting thirty-five and forty-five? I can't answer that. Over I, five years, I will never know. You know I'm just I like can't, can't answer that question. If I can make, you. if I've touched ninety, and I can make thirty-five over five years, and they can use the other resources to get me an offensive line to go with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and all and Sauce Gardner and all these great young players they have, and we can win something big. I'm gonna make the money up off the field because I'm in a big market in New York. Whereas if okay, I take the the 45 or 50 and 
They can't upgrade it. Guess what? Those tabloids going to run me out of New York because we're not going to win. But that's my question is if you're Derek Carr and there's multiple teams who want your services, New Orleans, the Jets, we know those two for sure. I think Carolina is going to be interested. If you're Derek Carr, why am I hitching my wagon to the Jets? Even though they've got a lot of young pieces there, Mm -hmm. you're going to play outdoors in the elements in that division in Buffalo, in New England, and New York or New Jersey where MetLife is. You're... Not going away from uh, Josh Allen anytime soon. The the Dolphins have a ton of talent. I'm looking at the NFC South. I'm looking at if I go to New Orleans, my home games are in a dome. I'm playing a division game in Atlanta. I'm playing a division game against the Carolina Panthers. And then I also look at that division and the other one at Tampa Bay. Who the hell knows what that division is right now? If I'm Derek Carr, all things being equal, I'm going to the Saints of the Panthers. Yeah, see, the Saints aren't on my radar simply because... I'm, I mean, honestly, Sean, sorry to interrupt, I'm going to the Panthers. Right. Like, if they offer me... You can sell me on the Panthers. I'm going to the Panthers. You can't sell me the Saints. And I, I shout out to everybody down in New Orleans. I know Mardi Gras, uh, Fat Tuesday was yesterday. People had a ball and a blast. I saw the pictures. Um, here's why I'm not going to the Saints from Derek Carr. Michael Thomas obviously doesn't love football. I mean, he's played, what, two games a year for well, the Well, you got last the Alvin Kamara situation, right. too. Right, Alvin Kamara more than likely is going to be suspended for the majority, if not all, of next season because of the situation here in Vegas. Yeah, I sure at the Pro Bowl at the nightclub. So, I mean, what am I talking about? Chris Olave is my best weapon, who I like, but then I'm right to Taysom Hill. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. Is he a weapon or is he a detriment right. at quarterback? So, I don't know the weapons that are going to be around me in, in New Orleans. So, again, if Derek Carr has aspirations of, of – of living up to the Jets and being a first ballot Hall of Famer, which, I mean, I guess anything's possible if you listen to Kevin Garnett. Uh, New York's the stage. They have the talent. I still would be a little nervous. That well, that, head, was, I, I'd be a little that nervous. was New York's pitch to him. Right. My, 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 my nervousness with the Jets, Tim, would be this. Do I really want to play for a defensive head coach in Robert Salah? And if I do... Do I trust that the issues Denver had on offense last year were all uh, Russell Wilson and none Nathan Hackett, who's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets? Well, and when you look at what is brewing in Carolina, and I'll put it this way. Derek Carr gets signed by the Jets. Guess what? They're not the favorite to win their division. Right. Where are they in the odds? Where are they in the odds to win the AFC? Derek Carr's lived in the AFC. How's that gone for him? A playoff appearance? The other playoff appearance that they made, he had a broken leg, so he didn't play. We're you, talking about the Mecca, though. You go to Carolina. But you're talking about Charlotte. The versus, Jets. We're talking about Charlotte. But do you know, I mean, we're talking about Charlotte on. versus New York. But there's different people out no there. No offense to Charlotte. But there's different people out there. I, I does love, Derek Carr. I love Tobacco Road. Does Derek I'm a Carr. Duke men's basketball fan. Yeah, Tobacco Road's like two hours away from, I know. from Charlotte. Does Derek Still Carr. Carolina. Does Derek Carr seem like the type of guy who needs the bright lights of New York City? He's a family man. Yeah, I, I think, think he would I thrive think, much more I in North Carolina. I think he's searching for confirmation as much as he's searching for money. Immediately, he is opened. He is brought in with open arms to Carolina, a new regime down hey, there with Frank let, let me be honest. Jim I, Caldwell's down there. I, I, I love the fact that, that Jim Caldwell's there. He's one of my mentors. But when I heard the owner, uh, David Tepper, say that he hired Frank Reich because he calls plays, 
And then I thought about how terrible the Indianapolis Colts offense was this year, how bad they were at quarterback under Frank Wright. I mean, all bets were off. And then they went and hired a guy that's never actually coached in Josh McCown to be the quarterback coach to develop whoever comes in. So, I mean, if I'm a car, I don't know that I'm buying into uh, and I know Carr is a really religious guy. I know Josh McCown is a really religious guy. Maybe that's something that, that draws him there, you know, that connection. But, I mean, I'm not going to turn down North Carolina. I'm just saying the state of New York, I mean, Jay-Z made a song about it with Alicia Keys. You know, like, it's a big stage, huge market. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Oh, Allen. I know. I know, Tim. What do those three guys have? Matter of fact, the Jets, because this is bettable information, the Jets are 25 to 1 right now, I think, to win the Super Bowl next year. If you believe that Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers are going to end up there, I think they have a shot. And that number will drop drastically. Derek Carr ain't getting anybody to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, weekly pro basketball bet and get, and more. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. We're talking golf with Jeff Seeley, top of the hour. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown sportsbook. Your hometown. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.